In the last episode, we talked about sound waves in more detail. Today, we're going to build on that by looking at the main uses for waves outside of hearing. The first two applications make use of very high frequency sound called ultrasound. Ultrasound is any sound with a frequency above the human range of hearing. The most common use of ultrasound is obtaining an image of a growing fetus inside a mother's womb. Normally, when taking images of the human body, we'd use x-rays, but with a fetus that would cause cellular damage. Instead, a device that sends ultrasonic pulses into the woman's uterus is used, which then reflect off the fetus and back into the detector in the device. By measuring the time it took between the pulse being emitted and the reflection being detected, the distance between the device and the surface can be calculated. By taking many different readings, an ultrasound scanner is able to build up an image of the fetus. When this scan happens, a gel-like substance is spread over the woman's skin. This substance bridges the gap between the surface of the device and the woman's skin. If the gel wasn't there, then the ultrasound would simply reflect off the skin before getting to the fetus, so the image quality would be significantly worse. The second use for ultrasound is in ships or submarines. When navigating in shallow waters, it's important to have an understanding of what the sea floor below you looks like to avoid hitting anything. This can't always be done visually, as we can struggle to see more than a few metres below the surface of the water. This is an even bigger issue for a submarine, which is much deeper underwater than a ship and very little light makes it down that far. The way this is overcome is by using sonar a system that emits very high frequency pulses of ultrasound and listens for the reflections. Just like with the ultrasound scan, the distance between the ship and an obstruction can be calculated by measuring the time it takes for the pulse to return to the detector after being emitted. The final use we'll talk about doesn't use sound waves at all, but another class of waves called seismic waves. Seismic waves are emitted during earthquakes or other seismic events. There are two main types of seismic waves that scientists observe, P waves and S waves. P waves, or primary waves, are fast-moving longitudinal waves that are able to travel through solid and liquid matter. After a seismic event, P waves can be picked up almost all over the globe. The second kind of wave is the S wave, or secondary wave. Unlike the P wave, S waves are transverse and are only able to travel through solids, not liquids. When scientists detect these waves after an earthquake, they find that no S-waves can be detected on the opposite side of the planet, whereas P-waves are detected everywhere. This proves that a section of the internal structure of the Earth must be liquid, the part we now know is the outer core. By measuring the time taken for the P-waves to reach various parts of the globe, we can calculate their speed and use that to determine more detail about the path they took and the fine structure of the Earth. This is important as there's no way to directly observe the structure of the Earth past the crust. The deepest humans have ever dug down is 122 kilometers, which is only 0.2% of the way to the center of the Earth, and only about a third of the way through the crust. This means that without observing the behavior of seismic waves, we wouldn't know about the structure of the planet we live on. Thanks for listening to this episode of SciBoost. If you liked it and want to hear more, please consider liking and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Take care.